Hey everyone, welcome back to the Literacy Based Speech Therapy Podcast. My name is Kaylin. And my name is Ashley. We are both licensed speech language pathologists. If you have a love of picture books and want fresh ideas for using them in your therapy sessions, then you're in the right place. So this episode is one of our This or That series, and we just kind of wanted to take you behind the scenes in our process for selecting books. There are many great books out there for us to choose from for our therapy sessions, but how do you discern which is the right book if you're looking at you know, a group of themed books? Which one is the right one for your therapy session? So we're going to take two books, discuss them both, and then kind of tell our approach to why we would choose one book versus the other to use in therapy. So if you go on to Amazon or if you look at you know, different books that people share on Instagram or wherever, you may see a lot of books listed by popularity and, or you might be familiar with certain authors. However, we want to encourage everyone to pick books that have, you know, a complete episode or that are very engaging with lots of great targets for speech therapy, like vocabulary, some good grammar concepts, high frequency sounds, because Oftentimes, you can find better targets in certain books. So today, our This or That episode, we're going to be comparing two books for Back to School Season, David Goes to School by David Shannon and the book Clark the Shark by Bruce Hale. Both have a similar theme on kind of how to behave at school, but if you're not familiar with these books, go grab a copy at your library or, you know, maybe even pull up a YouTube video so that you can be familiar with the stories. And Kayla, why don't you like give us a quick summary of both the books and then we'll chat about them. Yeah. So the first one is David Goes to School by David Shannon. So if you're familiar with the No David books, this is just a follow-up to that book. So David's teacher has her hands full from running in the halls to chewing gum in class. David's high energy antics fill each school day with trouble and are sure to bring a smile to even the best behaved reader. So that's the summary for David Goes to School. Now Clark the Shark by Bruce Hale. So Clark is a shark. With a zing, bang, and a boom, Clark zooms into school, crashes through the classroom, and is rowdy at recess. So he's extra. Clark loves life and always means well. And he has high energy with his enthusiasm. He's, he's a little too much for his classmates and for his teacher. So his teacher, Mrs. Inky Dink, helps him figure out a way to kind of tone it down. And so both of them have the theme of following rules in school, kind of learning like how to behave in that kind of a setting, but they're very different too. So we will get started with David Goes to School by David Shannon. So yeah, I mean, this is a very popular book series. And if you look at back to school books on Amazon, David Goes to School is a teacher's pick. Has Five stars and... Yeah. A lot of ratings. A lot of ratings. The reviews are great. A lot of it is about its comedy, that it's really funny. And yeah. And the care, like if you're... The images are like hand-drawn and he's... It's a very engaging... The pictures are bright. It's a very engaging... They're kind of funny to look at and and to notice. It is an, like an action sequence because each of the pages, they're just very short like declarative sentences, really. It's basically just the teacher saying, 
no, David, David, Don't you're tardy. Right. Sit down. So, yes. I mean, it's, I would say like early childhood, lower elementary age. Maybe kindergarten. Maybe kindergarten. Maybe kindergarten. And you can work on it with, if you're working on negation because yep. it has that no theme. Or contractions because it's like yes. don't. Yes. Yeah. The contractions as well. And you would definitely have to understand the illustrations to kind of figure out why she's saying sit down. If you look at the page where she's saying sit down, David is making a Almost really kind of an silly scene. face. Yes. So the, the pictures give you the inferencing or like the why behind what she's telling, like you're tardy, you know, like you were saying, it's, it's the teacher talking to David. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of talk about like, what does tardy mean? But this book is not full of a lot of vocabulary, but you could talk about tardy. What maybe, why would it be bad to be tardy? Or why would David need to sit down? Or why is chewing gum not the best idea? So you can Talk about those hypothetical situations and infer maybe what problem that could cause. And obviously, with his name being David, you could get a high frequency of the initial D sound or the medial V sound. So that's that's David Goes to School. So here's the thing. It's a top teacher's pick. In my opinion, if there's just a lot of negativity about school surrounding school, um, a lot yes. of no, 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 no. And for kids who are newer to school, maybe they think it's hilarious and that's great. But then also the action sequence, what's the plan? There's no real plan. There's no right. just the building of a plot and then vocabulary and things like that. So yeah, the I mean, it's cute, but it's also very negative. And the only praise he gets, he does get like a star sticker at the end, but that's only because he was in after school for punishment. Mm -hmm. He had to clean all the desks because he was so bad all day long. He has to stay late and clean the desks and he only gets a star and told he can go home after his punishment. And I just feel like that's that's just not the connotation I want to reinforce with students, especially students. If the message is you need to behave appropriately in school, and this is how we act in school, I just feel like there's a better choice mm-hmm. of books. And we like Clark the Shark better. And we, yes, we do. And and we do, like, no, David's funny. So if you do like David Goes to School, here's just another book to consider to get a similar, like, introduction to school. Yes. The same message, just a different approach. And right. The, even Mrs. Inkadink is just, and y'all are like, I'm sure y'all are welcoming and it's not like a constant no, 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 no. So it's a positive. This book is a more of a positive reinforcement of good behavior. It is a complete episode. So we love a complete episode, right? Because if we're able to find a complete episode book, that's always higher on our priority list because it's teaching kids that story plot or story grammar, which is, you know, we want them to be able to pick out that model of a story. And so there's a plan, there's a plan in place. So a complete episode, there's a plan. So, and it's either inferred or it's stated plainly in the text. So like for Clark, his plan is to figure out 
how to be able to follow the rules and not be so extra so that he can still have fun at school, but so can his classmates. So that's his plan. There's good vocabulary in this book. So really, like in David Goes to School, the only tier two vocabulary word, you mentioned it earlier, is the word tardy. And there's a lot more vocabulary in Clark the Shark. There's a lot more rhyming. There's adjectives, a lot of present progressive verbs. And so you're getting all of that with the same themed book of you know, how to behave in school, or really, if you get down to it, both of them kind of fall into how to self-regulate at school and make good choices in your behavior and your actions with your classmates and your teacher at school. So I think both of these books have a similar theme on the character has to self-regulate and have appropriate behavior for the school setting. And Clark the Shark just, it does it better, in my opinion. And I think You know, because even from if you're looking at the illustrations, you can see a lot of the classmates are kind of, you know, put off by Clark, but the teacher is still smiling. She's very positive in her approach and her words. And then Clark eventually realizes, oh, I can, I can come up with a rhyme to help me know how to act appropriately in school. And he comes up with this on his own. I think this is a great opportunity for us to share with our students. Hey, you can observe your self-regulation with your classmates and how they are interacting with you. Look at their facial expressions and read their faces on how they are responding to you. If you might need to back off, you can come up with a rhyme yourself to help you self-regulate in your classroom or at recess, at the lunchroom, so that you can have appropriate behavior and everyone, you know, will be happier at school. Yeah, so you can even see in the text features too, with his loudness and then with his excitement, the text features are just really good to look at and observe and talk about loud, quiet, using a loud voice, quiet voice. And then even at the end of this book, if you look at the end of this book, there is another large sea creature. It is a squid. And the squid, again, is huge. And the fish classmates, they say, swim for your lives. And the squid squashed the slide. But then Clark he can relate and he gets to help teach the squid how to act in school. And and so you could use this even as a model for maybe like a new student coming in. How can they act in therapy or how can they act in the classroom? I mean, it's just a really great book that kids can relate to and we can help them relate to as well on, you know, I hate to say behavior in school, but I kind of like the self-regulation, but. Well, you're learning social rules. Yes. Uh, And, you know, you can work on pragmatics and even with, so Clark the shark with the squid and when he's at home, because they're his size, they can play a little bit more rough or be loud and, and it makes sense. And so learning to 
observe who you're around. You're yes. more gentle with someone who is smaller or younger or right. you're quiet in a library or you can be loud and crazy when you're playing outside on the playground. Oh, but there are smaller people or people who are sitting down, just being aware of your surroundings and kind of reading the room, which our students need a lot of help with learning to read, read the, the room. room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and And Clark came up with his own strategy on how to help remind himself to self-regulate and read the room. And so we can teach our kids, hey, what is is something you can do when you're in the classroom or you're at the lunchroom or you're in the hallway, you know, those kind of trouble times or you're using, you know, when the group goes to the restroom and oftentimes the restroom is where trouble erupts amongst kids or, you know, you're on recess and playing fair or, you know, just different situations. How can our students self-regulate on their own? So, you know, Clark has a lot to manage, but our students do too. Mm -hmm. So you can do that character analysis. So again, just think about all of these key teaching point kind of concepts You have character analysis, social emotional concepts with boundaries and reading the room, but also with like you and your self-esteem and also taking ownership of your behaviors and growing, rhyming adjectives, present progressive verbs, text features, problem solving. That's a lot of things where you can use all of those things with a variety of students. And that's the point of the this or that series we always go back. Why are we pulling this book off of the shelf? I would much rather pull Clark the shark off of the shelf than David goes to school for a back to school theme. When I'm trying to work with a student on social, emotional, you know, behavior strategies. And then again, like you said, all these other language concepts we can get with Clark the shark. And we do have a blog post for Clark the shark and you can download our key teaching points. We will link to all of that in our show notes. If you are on your listening app, you can click on any of these links. And then next episode, we are going to do a deep dive at the back to school book that we love called The Invisible Boy. So hope you will join us on our next episode. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We know you're a busy SLP, so thanks for spending some of your time with us today. Click the description for this episode on your listening app or go to sweetsouthernspeech.com to access the show notes. We will include any links mentioned. And to continue the conversation, come hang out with us on Instagram at Literacy Based Speech Therapy, where we share lots of books to use in your therapy sessions. We would love to hear your thoughts on what you heard today. Please leave us a review on your listening app. We'll catch you in the next episode.